0: The following content is brought to you by Paul Bramblett, Abigail 13, and Orange Thunder. Hey, everybody, it is Monday. I know, I didn't have a show on Friday, and for that, I apologize. It was my my anniversary, my wife and I. uh, We we went out and and got away from the kids for a little bit of time, which is really, like, it's so weird doing, um, like, trying to come up with fun things to do when everything's closed. And even when things are open, like, my wife and I don't feel comfortable going to them. But it was nice just to spend some time away and take a, a break from, from work on Friday. So that's why there was no show on Friday, but keep in mind all of the mailbag questions uh, that were going to be answered last Friday, that's going to get pushed to this Friday. And of course, I'm sure that I'll come up with some questions to ask you uh, throughout this week as well. Uh, before we get started on the show, this is Switchcraft episode 570 on today's show, we're going to be talking about a, a, a uh, an important event tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be talking about a weird meeting that Nintendo is going to be holding later on this year. Uh, we've got Zelda rumors, and we've got sports delays, so we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Before we get actually started on it, I do want to say that on Wednesday... Usually, I record the show live over on my Twitch channel, which you can find by going to runjumpstomp.com, and on Wednesday, you know, usually that's a day when I sit down and record the show live. I don't know if I'm going to be able to record the show live that day. Uh, I am on the interview committee for a new position at the school that I work at, and because of that, I'm going to be spending a better part of the day on Wednesday, not at home. Uh, and I don't know when I'm going to be able to uh, record the show. So I'll still get an episode out on Wednesday, uh, I promise, but uh, I don't know when and it probably won't be live. Just a heads up for everybody else out there. All right, with all of that being said, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's go. All right, let's get started today with an Indie World Showcase. So, of course, Wednesday's show that uh, will not be live will, of course, be talking all about the Indie World Showcase. If you don't know what the Indie World Showcase is, basically, it is a collection of indie games that Nintendo has said, you know what, these are the ones that we want to focus on. Let's show these off. It is happening tomorrow. Well, actually, by the time you hear this, it'll be today. Uh, so you may have already watched it by the time that this has uh, this that you listen to this podcast, uh, but you can tune in on Tuesday, August eighteenth at nine a.m. Pacific time. It's going to be about twenty minutes long, and it's going to be a bunch of information about indie games that are coming to Nintendo Switch. There are a lot of people who are assuming that Fall Guys. It, which is this new weird battle royale game where you play as I don't know they're like jelly beans or something and they're dressed up in all these weird outfits and they are basically doing I guess what I would describe as um, most extreme elimination challenge. If if you uh, watched most extreme elimination challenge back in the day, then of course you have a fondness for for that that show because that was amazing. If not, I I urge you to uh, Google it and enjoy what you get to see. Uh, but basically, a whole bunch of, of people are running uh, to try and get to the end or survive as long as they can. And at the you know as you go through a bunch of mini games, eventually one winner is crowned. And uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about this game. It's incredibly popular right now. It is on PC as well as PS4. And because it's so popular, there's all of these people who are assuming that, oh, look, there's a popular game right now that that doesn't look graphically intensive. And now we have an Indie World uh, showcase coming. So therefore, uh, we must be getting Fall Guys on Nintendo Switch. I do think that eventually fall guys will come to nintendo switch but i doubt it's going to happen tomorrow i i don't think that that's going to be the case i think what's much more likely is that you know it's on sony right now i'm guessing that sony gave a bag of money to the developer which i think is or, or the publisher which i think is devolver digital um and they gave him a bag of money and said we get exclusivity for x amount of time and once that exclusivity runs out, then we'll see it on Xbox, We'll see it on Nintendo Switch, We'll see it on maybe Stadia. We'll see it on all of the other platforms. The one thing that I will say is that right now, and somebody in chat made this made this uh, comment a moment ago, now is not the time to add another platform for fall guys. They are struggling to keep the servers up because they're way more popular than uh, than they were, or than they were anticipating is what I meant to say. They're way more popular than they were anticipating. And because of that, adding a whole nother platform, a whole new set of customers would be a huge mistake. So I think that uh, they're going to wait until things start to die down And then maybe if there's not this exclusivity thing, when once the game's uh, interest is starting to wane a little bit and it's easier for them to keep stable servers, then they will introduce the Nintendo Switch, the server issues will come back, it'll be a problem again, and you know, so on and so forth. And they'll keep doing that for each platform until they're on everything. It definitely seems like the kind of game where cross-play would be really, really important. So I don't know how I ended up talking about Fall Guys for most of this segment uh, when the segment was really about the indie world, but that's because we have no idea what to expect from the indie world. Um, Nintendo always uh, surprises the hell out of us. I will say this. I know that there are two games that have embargoes that are the embargoes are up on the 19th, I believe. Um, or maybe it's the 20th. I, I think it's the 20th. There, There's two games which have embargoes which are coming up on the 20th, uh, and that would be, and I can say the name of the games because we already know that these games are coming to Nintendo Switch, but uh, Phenotopia, Rising, and Eternal Castle. Um, my guess is that those two games could be, it would be a good thing for them to be showcased at Indie World. Um, Eternal Castle is very much like you know what, I'm not even going to talk about it right now. Maybe I'll talk about it later on in the show. But uh, I'm curious what your predictions are for uh, Indie World. But you know what, by the time you hear this, it'll probably have already happened. So here's what we'll do instead. I'm going to send out a tweet after the Indie World. And I'm going to ask, hey, everybody, what is your favorite game shown at the Indie World showcase? And you can reply to that tweet. And we'll get that in Friday's mailbag. This next story is kind of weird, and I, I don't really know what to think of it. Um, David Gibson, who I guess he is a tech reporter, and he goes to a lot. He lives in he's stationed stationed. Uh, he he works in Japan, and he ends up going to a lot of the Nintendo meetings, um, like not like the internal meetings, but like the public meetings that Nintendo has, and. Uh, he tweeted this out yesterday, uh, which was very interesting. He said, Nintendo just announced that it will have a management briefing session on September 16th in Tokyo, but also said no new products, services, etc. will be announced then. Will there be a direct before then? I would hope so, is what he says. All right, so first off, there's a couple of things that I want to point out. This That date, uh, September 16th, is three days after the Mario 35th anniversary. So I feel like they they have to have a Direct by then uh, in order to talk about the 35th anniversary of Mario, especially with all of these rumors floating around that there's a possibility of a Mario game or a collection of Mario games that's coming to the Nintendo Switch with you know, Super Mario 64, Mario Galaxy, Mario Galaxy 2, Super Mario Sunshine, the 3D collection, you know, and um, to have this briefing session just a couple of days afterwards is very, very interesting to me. Now, when they say briefing session, a management briefing session, the thing that comes to mind, and I've been covering Nintendo for a long time, but I haven't been paying that close attention to management kind of stuff outside of, you know, when the CEO or the president changes uh, hands or something like that. So when they say a management briefing session, the thing that occurs to me or the thing that jumps to mind for me is this idea that back when Mr. Iwata was still in charge They reorganized all of the departments. So basically, they said, "Look, we have people. We have uh, teams that that are working in this group, and we have teams that are working in this group. And what we're going to do is we're going to take those groups and we're going to put them together so that we're not splitting our resources." Um, This was very contingent on the success of the Nintendo Switch, which obviously is became hugely successful, uh, and we didn't know. At the time, but this was this was the you know the culmination of you know getting rid of the 3ds line ha- and having those separate uh, console and portable uh, teams. You know they got brought together and we ended up with the Switch. Unfortunately, Mr. Iwata was not around to see that. This is at the same meeting when they announced the NX, and this is the same meeting where Nintendo announced that they were working on mobile games So what really ended up happening is that mr. Iwata said hey we're partnering with uh, DNA to make n- mobile games for Nintendo right and but don't worry investors we're still doing hardware we've got this new pr- uh, project called the NX okay? And like, I even have a shirt that I made called an an NX shirt, which you can buy at my merch shop. Just go to runjumpstomp.com. But we have the NX and then they didn't tell us anything about it for an exceedingly long time. So we have all of those big changes at the last management briefing session. Is that what they called it when they made all of those big changes? I don't know. I don't know if that's what they called it, but that's what comes to mind when I hear those those words, a management pre- briefing session. So I'm not expecting game announcements there. I'm not expecting hardware announcements there. I'm expecting Nintendo to be explaining to public investors some big changes to, sh- uh, you know, shifting things around. I'm expecting... And it's going to make me really sad if it happens. But I'm expecting Mr. Miyamoto to retire. He's been working there for almost 50 years, I think. And that's not something that you just announced in a press release. Mr. Miyamoto is Nintendo. Like, of course, there are many people that work at Nintendo. But I'm going to guess that at this management briefing session that Mr. Miyamoto is going to say, you know what, I've been doing this for almost 50 years. Um, I've, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to relax. I'm going to retire. And that's what I'm expecting to hear at the management briefing session, which is going to make me super sad because Mr. Miyamoto is like, you know, he's, he's for many of us, he's a hero. He's the guy that saved gaming. Um, of course, It was not just Mr. Miyamoto, but he was like the public face of it. He's the guy that that gave us Donkey Kong and Mario and Zelda and so much more. Uh, So that's my guess as to what's going to happen at this management briefing session. As far as whether or not there's a direct before then, I really hope so. And I hope they do announce that Super Mario uh, 35th anniversary kind of thing. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Only time will tell. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rumors. It's always rumors. It's never news. It's never news. It's always just rumors. Come on, Nintendo. Tell us something. Well, here's what we got to say. Wario 64. Do you guys follow Wario 64? If you don't already follow Wario 64 on Twitter, you are missing out. Uh, this account has so many deals that they tweet out about. So make sure that you follow Wario64 um, because you're going to find out about things that are on sale uh, really, really well. And one of the things that was on sale temporarily for a short amount of time was Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword for the Nintendo Switch. It was listed on Amazon UK. Wario64 tweeted it out. And of course, Uh, It's now gone. It's not here anymore. You can't get to it. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about Skyward Sword. Look, 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 Skyward Sword may not be everybody's favorite Zelda. It's not my favorite Zelda. I will say that the dungeons in that game were really, really good. Uh, Very, very clever dungeons, dungeon design. I felt like that was great. But what I didn't like so much was the way that the combat was where you had the vertical swing and the horizontal swing. Um, And it's the one that that they switched uh, Link from being right-handed to left-handed or or left-handed to right-handed, I mean. And there were a lot of people who were irritated about that as well. So what I have to say is, is this the Zelda that people want? on the Nintendo Switch, and I would have to say, for some people, the answer is obviously going to be yes. For others, the answer is going to be an emphatic no. But I've never been somebody who says, oh, I don't want this game, so don't make it. That being said, the the Wii controls, they weren't very good, and I feel like the Switch controls for motion controls are much, much better better than the Wii controls. I think I feel like Nintendo had gotten much better with um, using gyroscopic controls in order to do things on screen. And so I feel like this could be, be- much m- a much better experience than the first time through that we got to play Skyward Sword on the Wii. I do hope that it's like up upscaled and looks nicer. If the if this is a game that's coming, of course this is just a rumor based on a leak, and it could have just been somebody hitting the wrong button. Although it's kind of weird for somebody on, on over on Amazon to specifically make this as something that's for sale uh, for Nintendo Switch by accident. Uh, so we'll see what what eventually happens. But here's my next question: is is Skyward Sword a game that you can play without motion controls? Meaning, can you play it in handheld mode? Can you play it on a Switch Lite? That's a big question. Uh, In order to do that, I suppose that you would have to, like, I don't know, use a trigger and a stick in order to maybe have different buttons assigned to a vertical slice versus a horizontal slice. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I don't know. Like, I think it would be a mistake if they don't have a way for people to use this game on a Switch Lite. It is going to be a a huge mistake for them to bring it out with motion controls only. I think that that would be a big, big mistake. And I think that Nintendo would pay a PR price for that. I think that there would be a lot of people who bought a Switch Lite because of the form factor and the fact that they didn't care to play the game on the, t- play games on on the TV. And the idea that then there's a new Zelda game that you can't play on the Switch. Ouch. That, that would be kind of painful. And I know that if I only had a Switch Lite, I would be ticked about that. I would be really ticked about that. Uh, so I think Nintendo, they have to, if if this game comes out, it has to have options for both, uh, similar, I'm sorry, for, it has to have options for both, uh, motion controls and non-motion controls, and they both have to work really well or don't bring it to the Nintendo Switch. That's how I feel about it. How do you guys feel about it? Um, if, if this game comes out and it does not support, um, like the Switch light, is that a deal-breaker for you? If it doesn't support support handheld mode, is, it a, is that a deal-breaker for you? Let me know. Well, sports fans, I've got some bad news for you. Uh, This isn't anything that I wanted to tell you, because this is a game that I'm looking forward to, and I know you're thinking, hold on a sec, there's a sports game that Bill is looking forward to? Uh, Yes, there is. It's called Sports Story. It is basically the spiritual sequel to Golf Story, made by Sidebar Games, and it's being delayed. Now, it's being delayed because they've they basically they're saying they bit off more than they can chew uh they put out this uh this tweet with a little video in it talking about all of the things that they're putting in the game like a golf pinball machine or the secret bottom level in the hotel or when the captain made the cricket team or when they had to play soccer or encountered vampires Whatever it was, uh, they're they're adding a lot of content to the game, and because they're adding so much content to the game, it's not going to be done when they said it was going to be done. So guess what? There's a delay. What a surprise that in the age of COVID that we would have more more games being delayed. I I I completely expect to hear more uh, more companies tell us this that they are not going to hit their targets um but like as it you know <laughs> as we keep marching forward uh a lot of companies are just not making any announcements anymore so that they don't have to delay anything and i think that that's that's probably uh the best way to go it's too bad that this game is delayed but uh i know that there's a lot of people looking forward to it i would rather that it get done and done right instead of being rushed to market only to disappoint us especially uh, when they built up all the goodwill that they had, uh, with that first one, because that first one, Golf Story, is a really, really fun, lighthearted RPG that I very much enjoyed and had absolutely nothing to do with actual golfing, so I anticipate that Sports Story will have absolutely nothing to, to do with, uh, sports, actual sports, um, you know what, I fully expect that we will hear nothing about sports story in the indie world. Um, or you know what, maybe they maybe they put this this um, this tweet out so that everybody knows that there's a delay and then they can share more information in the indie world um, showcase. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's very interesting. It's too bad, though. You know, time we will just have to keep waiting. And we look, we've got plenty of games to play. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles is, I think it's, what, 10 days away? So get ready, because we're going to be playing that. At least I am. Well, that just about does it for today's episode. Before I get out of here, I want to just let you guys know about a couple of things. Um, Just a reminder, uh, Wednesday probably won't have a live show. Um, Also, keep an eye on my YouTube channel for two videos that are coming later on this week. Uh, one is going to be my first look at the Eternal Castle. Uh, I won't say much about it because it's under embargo. Although I will say that uh, what I've what I've played so far is enjoyable. And the other one is Phenotopia Rising, which is a game. I it's also under embargo, but I'm allowed to talk a little more about that one because I specifically got got permission uh, from the publisher to talk about it. That game is like somebody took the formula of Zelda 2 and mashed it up with a Metroidvania uh, using 16-bit graphics. And I guess it used to be an old Flash game, which I find to be really interesting. I, I find it pretty enjoyable, and I can't wait to play more of it. It's very, very interesting. I love the art style and the sound design. Uh, but mostly, I really like the, that they went for this Zelda 2 um, style of game. It's really cool. All right, it's time for me to wrap up the show. And at the end of each show, I thank our producers. The producers are anybody who has gone to patreon.com slash Stomp and uh, signed up at the producer level or higher. Uh, So I have to make sure that I thank those people because you guys are absolutely amazing. And that would be people like Josephine, Eric Smith, Jordan Forbes, Matt Hadfield, Bowser, Travis McGuire, Trucker Paul, and (laughs) he he keeps changing his name. uh, My favorite podcast listener. (laughs) (laughs) so thank you to each and every one of, uh, our producers as well as our executive producers and all of the patrons. You guys, uh, make creating independent, uh, gaming content, uh, really so much easier. So I really do appreciate that. Uh, listen, go to runjumpstomp.com. While you're there, you're going to find links to discord, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, my Patreon, You're going to find all kinds of important links by going to runjumpstomp.com. The music that you heard during today's show is all fantastic music made by Noteblock. Big thank you to them. Uh, If you want to check out more of their music, uh, check out my show notes. There's a link to their stuff uh, right there in the show notes. I'm out of here. I hope that you guys have a great day, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.